Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Election season is here. Thanks for joining me here on the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. Well, it was back in April that U.S. Congressman from the great state of Florida, Mike Waltz, decided to endorse Donald Trump for president in 2024. The congressman at that time joined eight other U.S. House members from Florida to endorse Trump instead of fellow Floridian Governor Ron DeSantis. Well, on Monday night in Iowa, that endorsement looked pretty good. The former president was the big winner of the Iowa caucuses, Trump getting over 51 percent of the vote to DeSantis's 21 percent, Nikki Haley finishing at 19 percent, Trump their first ever candidate to gain more than 50 percent of the vote in a contested caucus, and the 30-point trouncing of the field is the largest margin of victory in the modern history of the Iowa GOP caucus dating back to 1976. Trump also won or led in 98 of the Hawkeye State's 99 counties, with only Johnson County, the home of the University of Iowa at Iowa City, narrowly denying him a clean sweep by barely going for Nikki Haley by one vote. One vote Trump lost there in Johnson County. So now it's on to New Hampshire for next week's primary, where the latest polls have Trump in the lead over Nikki Haley by a relatively close margin. Real Clear Politics says that the polling average, as we tape, is Trump 43.5 to Haley's 29%. Now, the polls, as much as we bang on them, were pretty much spot on in Iowa. If that is the case in New Hampshire, then Donald Trump is looking at about a 14-point victory there in the Granite State. And if that is the case, it certainly looks as if Donald Trump is well on his way to the GOP nomination. Let's go ahead and chat with U.S. Congressman Mike Waltz. He is in Iowa here on the Inez Says Podcast. Trump winning with men. He won with women. He won in the cities. He won on the farms. He takes every county but one, and he lost that particular county by one vote. I know, Congressman, you made your endorsement of Donald Trump back in April. It was uh, a dominant night, to say the least, for the former president, wasn't it? No, absolutely. It was you know, not only dominant, it was historic. Uh, the, the previous record was uh, a winner by 12 points, so to see this at, at 30 uh, was was really incredible. I spoke out at a caucus site. 
the organizers said they were pleasantly surprised at the turnout, despite negative 36 degree weather. Uh, uh, Scott and, and I told the president, I said, uh, you know, only for you, President Trump, would I leave uh, beautiful St. Augustine to come up into the Arctic vortex. But it, it was look, it was a big night, and I think the premise that his opponents were were putting forward that you could have all of the amazing Trump policies on the economy, on the border, with Middle East peace, but without him. Uh, I think, you know, was proven not to be true. And as I told the group, you don't get SpaceX without Elon Musk. You don't get Apple without Steve Jobs. And you don't get America First Agenda without Donald Trump. As you said, this was about as dominant and, and historic performance as we have seen in the Iowa caucuses. Iowa, as we all know, is part of America. It is not all of America, Congressman. So how do you think <laughs> yeah. this big win translates to New Hampshire, South Carolina, and elsewhere? Yeah, as you well know, uh, not everyone who wins Iowa wins the nomination in the presidency, but it is at all about momentum. Uh, and, you know, I think this was about kind of a lack of momentum for his opponents coming out and for, for anyone who doubted uh, that the Republican Party was going to consolidate around uh, President Trump. I think uh, put a lot of those doubts to bed. He won New Hampshire before. I expect him to win it again. And uh, I think by, by, you know, after South Carolina, uh, it'll be clear uh, that he is our nominee, and we are looking forward. I know he's looking forward to starting to draw those contrasts with Biden. Let's put this primary behind us and get to what we need to do, uh, which is to defeat Joe Biden and get back to economic security and foreign policy policies that work. Well, Governor DeSantis and Nikki Haley not getting your message as of yet. The Governor uh, DeSantis finishing with around 21 percent last night, Haley at 19. There was a lot of buzz about DeSantis suspending his campaign if he finished third. Well, he gets second. And he even said last night after the votes were counted that his ticket is punched. But what do you think? Should the governor and Nikki Haley, as Vivek Ramaswamy did last night in endorsing Mm -hmm. President Trump, should they just call it quits here, Congressman? Well, look, as, as you said, uh, I think uh, Governor DeSantis has been a fantastic governor. Uh, we wouldn't have gotten through COVID the way we did without his leadership uh, and, frankly, defying a lot of the air quotes experts. Uh, you know, I had a number of people at the caucus sites asking me last night, you know, he, he, he's a young, smart, talented guy. Why, why didn't he wait? You know, it's going to the presidency is going to be open one way or another in 28. I didn't have a good answer for that. I'll let him decide and I'll let him decide how far he carries his campaign. Uh, forward. I don't want to get in the punditry. Mm-hmm. I just want to get back to, and I will continue to point out, people's wallets were fuller under President Trump. Uh, their families were safer, uh, and the world was much more stable. Uh, and that's what uh, I want to draw that contrast. The, you know, the other big difference is before in 16 and 20, we were warning the nation what uh, their lives would look like under progressive leadership and progressive policies that have never worked and will never work. And now they felt it. <laughs> so I think that contrast with Joe Biden is going to be a lot easier to draw this time because they're literally feel it in their back pocket day in and day out between inflation, 8 percent mortgage rates and, and uh, having to dig into their 401ks uh, just to make ends meet. And ABC News would agree with that as ABC reporting in their poll yesterday that Joe Biden is at 33 percent approval rate. I know coming out of the polls, a majority of Iowans said that the border was 
was their number one issue and the economy was number two. I thought that was yeah. interesting. W- what's your take on that? I, I, you probably heard that from a lot well, of folks shows, there in Iowa. No, no, we did. And it, and it just shows how the border issue has, has truly become a national issue. Uh, and it is just so out of control. Uh, it's so historically bad. Uh, and when you have uh, people in the interior in, in Chicago and in New York, uh, literally with airports overflowing with migrants, with schools having to get shut down and kick out their students with migrants, uh, and with no end in sight and no even an attempt to get it under control uh, by the Biden administration. They won't even admit it's a problem. Uh, yeah, it, it was absolutely top of mind of everybody I talked to. I'd say uh, uh, border and economy uh, were, were definitely the one, too, but there was uh, there was certainly a contingent uh, that said, look, um, we just don't feel safe. Uh, not abroad and not here at home. And uh, that's what people are looking for in the commander-in-chief. And, and we have one that's absent on duty right now. Well, I, I think the border was at 40 percent and the economy at 33 among Iowa voters last night. When you look at the hot spots mm-hmm. around the world in Ukraine and the East, the Red Sea, the southern border, do you think if Trump wins the presidency again that those hot spots at the very least are going to cool down? Well, look, and this is what I told the, you know, the Iowans that I spoke with. It's not just the whole country watching. Uh, it's the entire world watching. Chairman Xi of the Chinese Communist Party uh, is watching. Putin's watching. The Ayatollahs in Iran. <laughs> we can the cartels uh, in Mexico because uh, we did have peace through strength. And that's what's you know, I think so interesting about this campaign. We're not talking about, again, theoretically what uh, President Trump could do. We're going to talk about what he did. Uh, We literally had Nobel Peace Prize worthy Middle East peace accords. And now we have uh, our ships being fired on, our bases being fired on. Last night, on Friday, Biden said the Iranians have gotten the message. They know not to try anything. And they literally, as we were at the caucus site, I was getting notices uh, from the spouse's uh, of, of soldiers that were under fire uh, in Iraq from Iranian missiles that they bragged about. So, um, yes, uh, I, am, I am absolutely confident we will get to peace through strength uh, and that our adversaries respect uh, President Trump in the White House, even fear him in the White House, which is fine by me because right now they smell weakness in this White House. Thanks to U.S. Congressman Mike Waltz from the great state of Florida for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to do it for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.